We do have breaking news today, and you're the guy that's behind this. Over to you, Moose. We're going to Montreal. Ta-da! We are taking our show on the road. Thursday and Friday, we'll be on the air from, uh, from the Stanley Cup Finals. How cool is that? Yes, live Thursday, Friday from Montreal, downtown Montreal, in advance of Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final. We will be there live. This is the Rod Peterson Show. <laughs> ah, there we are. Yeah, I think we're good. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Tuesday, everybody. How's your day going? Welcome to the RP Show, episode number 516 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. And we are we are in the air, taking flight. RP here, Moose there. World's fastest grounds crew, pit crew on the other side of this wall. You guys tell me uh, if, if my earpiece is coming through. I'm still figuring this thing out. Yeah. And I appreciate all the people that have sent in waves of suggestions where I can get the absolute ideal earpiece. But aside from me looking like a one of those middle-aged dorks that walks around with the ear things, <clears throat> as you, it works. And we know we're both squirrels, so that's <laughs> why we have to talk business on the air sometimes, because otherwise we'll forget. Exactly. Don't forget to pack your headphone. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to pack it. To okay. go to Montreal. Yes. Right, right, right. Um, it is episode number 516. We do have some breaking news that Clark... He seems to be the most excited guy in the world about the, the Blue Jays trade this morning. So we'll get to that. Okay, I did not have it in my quick six show topics, but it is coming up. I just want to, if wherever you're watching from this morning, folks, YouTube, Facebook, even uh, on Game Plus, which I think the phone's plugged in in your office now as, that I think about it. Always. <laughs> we will get to that. Where are, you, where are you watching from? Kent Ridley writing in from Ridley Scouting. He's a football guy. He says, good morning, y'all from Nashville. Ryan McCarthy, good day to my friends across North America, as well as Mexico, Norway, Qatar, and Sweden. From sultry and humid Saratoga, New York. So, hey, let's, let's get it going. Let's, let's get some positivity going. Where you're watching from today and how your day is going. I'm excited at the guest list today. Leah Hextall will be with us. What, what, where would I, what am I saying? ESPN for her, Clark? We'll ask her about that because she's been everywhere. NHL Network for sure. And I'll be honest, I always felt so bad because when I was calling games in the Brandon Keystone Center, she was right. She was closer to me than you are right now, wow. Leah Hextall. And I'm so loud. <laughs> I'm sure she'll, her skin will crawl when she hears my voice again. I'm looking forward to that. However, she'll be calling NHL games on ESPN next year. Ryan Flaherty, he's the television voice of the Saskatchewan Rush. He's from Global Saskatoon. He covered the big Rattlers game last night. At Sastel Center, Ryan Flaherty will be with us in hour two, as well as Dan Moriarty from NHL Cool Shots. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, when I was off for that week at the, uh, attending the Recovery Coach Academy, you hosted, you had Dan Moriarty on, and quite frankly, I was jealous because you said that you really loved that interview. Hey? Oh, yeah. And I connected with him once before, but, you know, this is the second time on this show, and I'm really excited to see where that relationship goes and another ally to the RP show. I got it. I got it. Grand Prairie, Alberta. Kyle Lanley checks in from Williams and Lloyd Minster. The Snowman's in Carolina. Wayne in sunny and hot Victoria. I'll be honest. We stick to sports here, right? Yeah. We shut up and dribble for the most part. But I could sit and talk about climate change for a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> hottest day that? hottest day in Canadian history was yesterday. Yes. And I'm here for it. 
Me too. Yeah, you're good with it? Oh, yeah. Bring it on. So, I mean, Texas had the cold last year, and that was bad for them. But I didn't hear – if, if I missed it, I didn't hear of anybody dying in Canada from heat yesterday. No. Did anybody? Well, probably. I don't – but I didn't hear of it either. No. The pro-climate people who believe in the climate change, which I think is good. I mean, I do. I think we're moving that way. Well, whatever. They, they, they flipped it. Everyone said, it's the hottest summer. And they flipped it and said, yeah, but it's the coldest summer for the rest of your life. So it's only going to get hotter. Yeah, fair. I like this one. Uh, Watching from Scorching Cochrane, Alberta. John Ohm in Winnipeg. Ohm says, stay cool. My mom has no air conditioning. (gasps) Take care of that lady. Make Make sure she's hydrated. Let's just enjoy the summer and let's quit. Let's quit dilly-dallying around and get into the Quick 6 Show topics, please. Thanks for being patient. Please and thank you. Well, number one, I will go with the breaking news first from your Toronto Blue Jays. They've acquired injured outfielder Corey Dickerson and reliever Adam Simber in a trade today with the Miami Marlins. Going the other way, infielder Joe Panic and minor league reliever Andrew McInvale. Clark, is this going to make Ross Stripling happy? Too soon? Dickerson is sidelined with a bruised left foot and is expected to be in a walking boot for at least two more weeks. He's batting 260 with two homers and 14 RBI. The side-winding Simber has a 2.88 ERA in 33 games. And Joe Panic. What's your favorite Joe Panic Blue Jay moment? <laughs> I think it's the Ross Stripling set two they had. Yeah. Uh, Panic is batting 246 with two homers and 11 RBIs. So I get it now. I get it. Like, I'm not the biggest baseball guy, right? I am fluent in Canada's two official languages, hockey and football. But I do dabble in baseball. So when I was watching the Marlins and Blue Jays last week, that guy that was Dan Quisenberry style, before your time, but yep. that sidearm, that's who the Jays got? I like him. I think we're declaring the Blue Jays have won this trade today. How about that? I love a good sidearm delivery, too. Like, I mean, like, down below his knee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just think that would be so hard coming in. I was watching that game. They have a little whip to it. Uh, Jennifer, watching from the Four Seasons, your home of the Seattle Kraken fan club, where I was last night. She says, the coffee's hot and the pool is almost full. Hot, hot week this week. I feel like everybody's in a good mood with the weather. What, what are people bitching about? Climate change. I know. It's hot. We love it. Anyways, so that's the breaking news from the Blue Jays. Number one, okay, I was kind of trying to avoid this. Tampa Bay had their way with the Montreal Canadiens last night in game one of the Stanley Cup final. And although Jeff Petrie said after the game it was closer than the score indicated, no, it wasn't. The shots were 27-19 for Tampa Bay. They were in control from the drop of the puck. And... Our poll question today is, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, is the Stanley Cup final over? Last I looked on Twitter, 80% of you people saying, no, it's not over. 80%. And it's looking at least that. We're on the small screen there. No, it's not over. Well, it's evening out a little bit. 65% now on Twitter saying, no, it's Stanley Cup final's not over, but... Oh, 94% saying, no, it's not over. But, hey, 
the Montreal Canadiens realize they're not in Kansas anymore. Tampa Bay's not going to make mistakes like Vegas did. Sorry. Tampa Bay's not going to play lifeless like the Toronto Maple Leafs did. They got a tiger by the tail there. They're playing the best team that they have faced in these Stanley Cup playoffs. So they better smell the smelling salts and wake up for Wednesday's game too. But I like what Luke Richardson said after the game. And he said, the good news is we didn't play our best game. And I'm starting to realize people don't understand coach speak. What that means is we didn't play our best game. We can be better. If we played our best game and got our asses handed to us, <laughs> I'd be a little worried sitting here right now. Don't have any answers. Right. We, but we got answers. We can be better. And they will be, so this series is not over. What did you think? Yeah, and it's game one, so you got to get that awakening, and then Montreal will settle in. But here's the difference for me, and this is why Tampa scares me. You look at Toronto, you look at Montreal. Well, during the regular season, there's no threat of being eliminated, so you play a free game, right? And there's a little more open, more penalties, more goals, all that type of thing. But when you get in the playoffs, Montreal has changed the game plan. They've really locked it down to this real defensive game, take their advantage of their opportunities. And Toronto couldn't adjust. The Leafs couldn't adjust. And their stars couldn't bear down and figure out how to work through that when the game completely changes. Yep. Winnipeg couldn't adjust either. And it was over. That shutdown, they couldn't figure it out. Well, neither could Vegas. When it got shut down, Vegas completely couldn't change and, and find that identity. But Tampa's been through this before. They've played these types of games, and in their run, they figured out how to play and how to adjust their game to have success when the other team tries to lock it down. So they've been there before. So when Montreal goes to lock it down and play their real tight, solid defense, Tampa's been there, done that, and so they were very comfortable. See if Montreal can adjust in game two. Oh, yeah. Homie, don't play that game. Montreal's in a series, but that's what happened with Vegas and Colorado. They got smacked around in game one. So, no, this series isn't over. It was just a cheeky question to see if anybody fell for it, and 6% did. Uh (laughs) Um, Rob Somerville watching on Facebook. Interested to hear your thoughts about the upcoming CFL season. Are you expecting more veteran players to retire before training camps open? Yeah. But this is the quick six. This is our time. We can't necessarily answer your questions just yet, but I'll get to that. It's like you were reading my diary, Rob. Number two, show topic, Brennan Labatt. I guess the riders announced it yesterday. I assume they were told long before Monday that Brennan Labatt won't play this year. And for those that don't know, former Canadian Football League Offensive Lineman of the Year. He's an NFL-worthy talent Six-time All-Star, best player on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders offensive line set. I'm out. So my, uh, for this year, he goes, I plan to be back in 2022. Reason being, from what I'm told, doesn't like the COVID restrictions. Not interested in complying with the ridiculously excessive restrictions that's being placed on the CFL. I don't blame him. The gentleman asked, will there be more? I hear there's going to be one maybe as early as today from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, big name player. And the person that texted me that, Darren, I said to them, well, I said, is that big name, big loss? He goes, at this stage of the game, they're all big losses. Right? Yeah. It was an interesting comment by him. So we're a couple weeks away from the start in training camp, and you got some of your best players, a six-time All-Star saying, boop, I'm out. Well, you think you've got a plan. And right. as a coach, you've got your depth charts on the boards, and that's why they're all there in magnets, right? So you can move them around. But 
that's it. I mean, you're trying to map this in and, and come up with a plan. And you're talking to your general manager about, look, at, are we good? Are we good? Do we got to sign anybody? Because if we don't, Toronto's going to sign them. And, you know, then this happens. It changes because you've got great weapons in Saskatchewan. But if you don't have an offensive line to protect them, then well, yeah. they're not very effective. And people are really uh, jumping in on this. Jeff the Stampeders fans up in Calgary, he says, we'll really see what the current Saskatchewan management is made of. That offensive line could be in trouble. That's what everybody's saying right now. So uh, the general manager, Jeremy O'Day, has just been lobbed a grenade. And speaking of that, John in Winnipeg says, I'm disappointed in Labatt, but respect his choice. I'm going to speak for Big Blue, pretty good friend of mine. He doesn't care what you think. And at some point, people are going to realize COVID-19, hashtag, sucks to be you. We're all in it together, right? (laughs) No, look it out for number one. Start paying attention. That's what Brennan Labatt's doing. He's looking out for his family. He said, I'm out. This is is not for me. And there's going to be more. Training camp isn't for two weeks. I know. So there's going to be way more. So you want to know, William in Lloydminster, it isn't looking good for the CFL. No, it ain't. Tony Cernick watching in the energy capital right now says, good job, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. It's no laughing matter for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders or for anybody, but this is... My phone's going off all day, every day with what's going on in the CFL. And I'm, I've made this point and stance that I'm like, if the big network guys aren't going to report on this, or the people that are beat writers that are in the Hall of Fame aren't going to report on it, why the hell would I? I got other stuff to talk about. Right? Oh, yeah. Players are upset. You're going to see more retirements, but I'm just, I'm not down with it. I just feel like that's somebody else's job. Because you know what? When I report the truth, what happens? I'm the jerk. And I'm, I'm not interested in that anymore. The warm-up, by the way, is brought to you by Ecall Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Estevan, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Ecall Electric, let's get to work. Right after coffee. Uh, point three, Paxton Lynch has signed with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, former first-round pick quarterback from the Denver Broncos. He has signed with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Um, I was, like I said to Darren, did they not announce that in February? Or did I miss something? I'm, th- this is a me problem, not a <laughs> anybody else problem. But didn't they announce that? I don't recall. You don't? I just know it made the news headlines yesterday. Yeah. It's interesting because he's a real high potential guy, right? You don't go in the first round unless you have high potential, but it just didn't work out in the NFL. Nobody wants to give you a shot because there's always another crop of high potential guys every year in the National Football League. But let's remember something like, you know, and I was asking, like, why this, this move just puzzles me like nothing else. And you said, well, better's better, right? That's the oh, why they'd sign him, yeah. Why they'd sign him, better's better. But he's not just an old quarterback who's looking for a last shot in the, in the CFL. He's young. Like, he was a first-round pick in 2016. So he'd be just in his prime or entering his prime, you know, as a quarterback with lots of years left. Um, And he's not coming up here to hold the clipboard, I don't imagine. So are we going to see a quarterback controversy if Cody stumbles a little bit? I don't want to talk about that, but interesting. See, John in Winnipeg, 
I'm interested that with his attitude that he's brought this morning, he says, oh, come on, man, stop with the negative. Let's go, CFL. That's right. Let's go. We're playing. Everything's awesome. It's great. Let's go. No problems whatsoever with this league right now. Uh, And Wayne and Victoria says, I'm sure a majority of players are vaccinated as well. Yep. And there's a tooth fairy and a Santa Claus too, Wayne. How about that? You know that, right? Uh, point four, Wimbledon's playing, I understand. Yeah, thank was... you. Point five, CEBL action. Uh, just pointing this out last night, the Hamilton Honey Badgers squeaked past the Saskatchewan Rattlers, 73-71 at Sastel Center. And Ottawa got off the snide. They topped Guelph 96-79, so we're following the CEBL. And point six, Euro 2020. I should never have said that I'm paying attention because De- Denmark's kicking ass and taking names now. Oh, yeah. And all the soccer people are like, You're, are you interested? <laughs> <laughs> Only in Denmark. <laughs> and That's it. Box scores. <laughs> like, they want to watch the game with you now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Officially announced this morning, Leah Hextall of ESBN. She'll be calling the play-by-play. They just announced it this morning. And she joins us after this break. This has been the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com.